Well, we take a few minutes this morning to bring to our kids some, some of God's Word. And so we continue in our reading of the Jesus Storybook Bible. And uh, we're glad to have so, some extras here with us this morning. And so as we read this morning, pop quiz. All right, now this is the third week in a row for this one. Now, I'm a pretty nice guy, but if we hadn't got this by now, pop quiz. When we come to the Word of God, the Word of God is about A, a bunch of rules and regulations about how good Christian people live. B, it's a bunch of stories about a bunch of really good people, models for us, like David and Paul and, and Peter and John. It's a book of models for how we should live our lives like they did. Or is it C, about something totally different? And if something totally different, what is that something different? See, they're mouthing it up here. See, it's not a book of rules. It's not about models and how to model our life. It's about a person, Jesus Christ. And so that's what we've been, we've been focusing upon as we're reading through some of the stories of the Bible and how they focus upon the Lord Jesus Christ. So we read last week about God's creation and how he kind of set the stage, if you will, for who Christ will be and why he's coming and what he's going to do. And in that stage, remember his first human beings, Adam and Eve, they messed up pretty bad. They sinned against this God and they lost communion and fellowship with God. And God sent them out of the Garden Eden. But with a promise, he would make a way for them to return and because the Bible is a book about Jesus, that way of return would be through Jesus. Well, let's continue reading the story this morning. And we're reading a story that's probably some of your favorite stories in the Bible. Anyone ever heard of Noah's Ark before? Well, let's think about it in terms of how it reveals to us Jesus Christ. Time had passed, that's since the Garden of Eden, and now many people filled the earth. But everyone everywhere had forgotten about God. And they were only doing bad things all the time. Can you imagine that? And God's heart was filled with pain when he saw what had happened to the world he loved. Everywhere was disease and death and destruction. All things that God hates most. Now, Noah was God's friend, which was odd in those days because nobody else was God's friend. Noah listened to God. Noah talked to God. He just loved being with God. Like you like being with your best friend. Noah, God said, things have gone wrong. People have filled my world with hate for me instead of love. And they're destroying themselves. They're destroying each other. They're destroying my world. And I will put a stop to it. First, Noah will build an ark. Let me stop there. What's an ark? A boat. A boat. Does anyone here know how to build an ark? Yeah, guess what? Neither did Noah. God brought him. God, God, neither did Noah. But God knew, and God was going to show him how to do it. A storm is coming, God told Noah. But I'll rescue you. I promise I will. I'll send you animals, ones that creep and crawl and slither and slime and gallop and hop and bound and climb. And Noah, don't forget to pack food for all of them. The storm's going to wash away all the hate and sadness and everything that had gone wrong. And it was intended to make the world clean again. God had thought up a way to keep Noah safe in all of this, but Noah was going to have to trust God and do exactly what God had told him. So Noah obeyed God, and Noah built an ark. Noah's neighbors came out to watch, and they pointed and laughed, 
Because they didn't believe Noah about the boat. They didn't believe a storm was coming. And they didn't believe they needed to be rescued. And Noah must have looked rather silly. He was building a boat in the desert where there's no water around. And there wasn't even a cloud in the sky. Why would anyone even need an umbrella, let alone a boat? See, they're kind of building the boat. But Noah didn't mind so much what other people thought. He minded what God thought. So he did just what God told him to do. And when the ark was ready, God said, all aboard. And Noah's family and all the animals climbed inside. And then God shut the door. See them all kind of loaded on there. And it started raining. First for just a few minutes. But those minutes turned into hours. And those turned into days. And the rain continued for weeks and weeks. And the rain joined up into puddles, which turned into rivers, which turned into lakes, which turned into oceans. And over the course of time, all of the waters covered the whole earth. Their boat that had once seemed so big now seemed very small in the water. But in the middle of the huge storm and the crashing waves and all the thunder and lightning through it all, God was with that boat. And God kept everyone on the ark safe for 40 days and 40 nights. Finally, the rain stopped. The sun came out and Noah threw open all the windows. Hooray, everyone shouted. Could you imagine being locked in a boat for 40 days? You'd be pretty excited to come out, wouldn't you? Noah sent his dove out to explore. And it wasn't long before she brought back a fresh olive leaf. And everyone knew exactly what that meant. A tree. She had found a tree. That means the land, the water had gone down. And at last, the boat landed quite suddenly on top of a great mountain. And as soon as it was safe, God said, out you come. And so they did. Everyone walking onto dry land. And the first thing Noah did was to thank God for rescuing them, just as he promised he would do. And the first thing God did was make another promise. I will never ever destroy the world again. And like a warrior who puts away his bow and arrow at the end of the great battle, God said, see, I hang my bow in the clouds. Let me stop there. What bow did God put up in the clouds? A rainbow. And there in the clouds, just where the storm meets the sun, was a beautiful bow made of light. It was a new beginning in God's world. But... It wasn't long before everything went wrong again. God wasn't surprised. He knew this was going to happen. That's why before the beginning of time, he had another plan, a better plan. A plan not to destroy the world, but to rescue it. A plan to one day send his own son, the rescuer. And God's strong anger and hate and sadness and death would come down once more this time not upon his people this time God's war bow was pointing not down at his people it was pointing up into heaven how many of you have you ever hunted before or seen a bow that you hunt with when you think about a bow when you think about this picture of a rainbow where would the arrow get would the arrow be pointing down to the ground or would the arrow be pointing up 
if that were a hunting bow. It would be pointing up, wouldn't it? There's the bow. The strings would be here. It would be pointing up. And what's God saying? I destroyed the world, and yet there's still. I left only Noah, my best friend, if you will. And yet still there's evil in the world. Why? Because the problem was inside Noah's heart. And God says there's only one way to fix that. It's through my son. I need to give a new heart, a heart that will love me, a heart that will obey me. And this people who deserve destruction, I have to destroy them. But instead of them, I'm going to send my son, and I'm going to destroy him for them. Do you see how Noah's Ark teaches us about the coming of Jesus, that he's coming to do for us what we deserve for God to do for us? And it's a reminder to us all, our real sin problem is in our hearts, and our great need is for Jesus to come to live for us, to die for us, to raise from the dead for us, that our sins might be forgiven.